Hi guys, just a reminder, this podcast will contain swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. What's going on guys? I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Pilot Era, the show you're listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. Was that weird for you? No, it was pretty funny. Alright, that's good. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. It's the weekend, so what else am I going to say? Being pretty productive today, actually. We did have a very productive morning, and now I'm going to do this and have a few drinks and fuck it up. <laughs> well, at least, no, we've done a lot today. It's fine. We can spend the rest of the night after this just what playing uh, Pokemon and stuff. Yes. And eating food. Well, we're going to try something a little bit different and actually try and make this short. I know we say that every week. <laughs> But it's actually going to be short this time. Yeah. So should we jump straight into it? We should. We're not going to rush, but we want to make it a bit shorter. So we've just cut out a lot of the stuff and we're just going to talk about a few less things than normal. Yeah. Well, you were telling me today that apparently people zone out after an hour and just turn it off. Well, the thing is that what are you doing that takes longer than an hour that you put a podcast on for? Mm. Like it takes me an hour to drive to work. And then if the podcast is longer than that, sometimes I'll just give it away. Yeah. I think I do that too. And I didn't even realize when... You said that. I was like, oh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So try to shorten it. Ready, set. Let's do this thing. We have no TV news. We don't. Because all we've been doing when we get home from work is we basically do all of our chores and make dinner and eat and shit. And then we put on the Nintendo Switch. Yep. And we play Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Yeah, we do. What do you think of the game? Okay. I've got a few things to say about the game. It's Pokemon Go, isn't it? It's like a mixture. It's It sort of is, but it's Pokemon Go. Okay, full setup. It looks beautiful. It's Generation 1, so I already know everything that's going to happen and where most of the Pokemon are. Like, you're playing through it, and then they're, like, walking around and shit. That's and you so can, like, great. See I them. love that. It's crazy. It's, like, what we have always wanted, right? And there's still battles and everything, and the catch mechanics are like Pokemon Go. Yeah. You cannot fight wild Pokemon to weaken them before you try to catch them. It is literally just Pokemon Go. So it's like, feed it a berry, try to get the ball in the small circle, and then you get more XP from catching random Pokemon than you do from going to a battle. So the battles are just like inconveniently required for you to progress in the game. They're not the game anymore. Yeah, it's like the opposite of what Pokemon used to be. Like, wild Pokemon used to be a nuisance, but now the battles are a nuisance. Yeah. Because there's no point. Like, you don't get any XP from them. No. Um, all you want to do is just catch everything you you come across, basically. Because, like Pokemon Go, there's the whole candy mechanics to it, where if you transfer Pokemon that you've already got to the Professor, you get specific candies yep. that you can then use to like level up your Pokemon and stuff. But they just power up assets of your Pokemon that you would use in battling, which you don't want to do because you <laughs> only get, you get more XP from fucking catching Pokemon. Who was it? I think it was four. I thought Misty. Misty has a Starmie. That's her most powerful Pokemon. Beat the Starmie. And then it's like the Pokemon you use got 62 experience points. And then I went out and I caught a Pidgey on the first go and I got 280 experience points. <laughs> it really bothers you. It's fucking stupid. And the thing is that, like, the Pokemon you battle with gets more XP than the rest. The rest get, like, an XP share thing. But you catch a wild Pokemon and everybody gets, like, 280 XP. It doesn't make sense to me. It's just a different focus. 
yeah, but it doesn't make sense still. <laughs> and the fucking... We got to the point in the game now where the Pokemon are, like, jumping from side to side and, like, floating around and shit. Yeah, it gets harder to catch them and you, you literally have to throw it at the exact right time from the exact right spot. Yeah. It's, it's quite... Like, you have to... There's skill to it. You can't just fucking randomly chuck this ball. But I don't know if there is skill to it. Because the amount of times that we've played and you're, like, trying to catch a Pokemon and you get, like, three excellent throws in a row... And then you get, like, a shit throw and then you catch it. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. But that sort of thing happens in Pokemon Go as well. Like, you'll get an excellent throw and you don't catch it. And you're like, what the hell? Yeah. And then you do a terrible throw the next time and you catch it. And you're like, what? It doesn't make sense. So, it's it's a little bit weird. We even went on the internet. We're like, are we missing something? Like, are we not playing this correctly? we got to talk about the remote first because that's kind of important to the whole catch mechanics thing. So, you get this Pokeball remote. And it's got a little joystick on it and a button on the top. So that's basically your A button and then you move around with the joystick. And then when you're in a battle or when you're up against a wild Pokemon, you actually do like a bit of a throwing. It's not really a throw. It's more like, how would you describe that? It's supposed to be a throw, but it's more just like move your elbow. Yeah, you just kind of move your elbow down. also get the timing right because the fucking delay between when you move it and when it actually goes is... Quite large. Mm. But it's kind of cool that there's a whole different aspect to it, that you're actually kind of throwing a ball. I oh, like I, that. I think it's a fantastic idea, but the execution is poor. Yeah, it seems like, to not really it, work. If you every threw time. it and then it just went like, if it went from center every time and you were just like throw and then I understand that you can throw it too far and all that sort of shit. But too like hard, if yeah. when you threw it, then it went... <laughs> It would make a huge fucking difference because you're not playing a game of skill as in like your timing. You're playing a game of skill of remembering what the delay is and then doing it. Yeah, sure. Which is not... You just have to kind of get used to it. Um, And the other thing that's really important, which we didn't really realize right at the start, is that when you, have, when you press ready, like I'm ready to throw my ball, yeah. where you're positioned is where the ball gets thrown from. But then that's kind of weird as well. Like it doesn't always yeah, throw, I understood, from, throw from where. Yeah, we understood the idea of that. Like I, I understood the idea of that. But it's really strange. And then because the controller is a sphere, if you're not holding it in your hand like perfectly. Yeah, you got to have it in the right <laughs> position. Then you just like throw the ball and then it like rolls along the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it can be a little bit frustrating. Like... The other day I was trying to catch a Mr. Mime and it just took so freaking long. I think I used about 30 balls on this fucking Mr. Mime and then it ran away. Yep. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but luckily, like I found another one and, and caught it quite quickly. But yeah, you can just kind of get stuck and then you get so frustrated. Yeah, it can it can be a little bit annoying. Yeah. But having, I really enjoy the game. Though. That's what I was having say, said having that. Having said all of that, <laughs> the only thing I want to do when we get home is play this fucking game. Exactly. Like, it's it's very addictive. Um, it looks fantastic. You get to like play with Evie. Evie and, like, is so shit. cute. I do not know what they've done. On it. Yeah. I don't know what they've done with like the animation of Evie in this, but this is the cutest I have ever seen any Pokemon look. <laughs> She's so cute. Yep. Yeah, we've got a little outfit on her. Well, it's just the outfit you get for free at the start. Yeah. Um, and you can wear like an Eevee. We've got an Eevee outfit now. Yeah. That our character's in. Yeah, it's super cute. And you've got, so you've got Eevee who travels around with you all the time. Like she sits on your head. And then you can get any other Pokemon you want to follow you around. Yeah. 
So we've got the Pikachu out because like OG, you know, Pikachu following you around. And they um, kind of run around and they can find secret items for you and stuff, which is kind of cool. What else is there about the game? Well, if you use a rather large Pokemon to follow you around, you actually ride it instead of it oh, like really? following you. Haven't you seen that? No. So it's like we... Onyxes and Kangaskhan's and shit. Just like people, your character just rides it and you're just like... What about that um, Arcanine we had? Would it ride the Arcanine? Maybe. Mm. Yeah, that was so weird. We just randomly got this Arcanine. Yeah, from this woman for catching like, Meowths. Thanks. Yeah. Caught five Meowths and she gave us an Arcanine. It was like, whoa. All yeah. right. Send that off for some candies. But basically, our team, we're going with, like, the original starters. You got to. And then we're going to have an Alakazam. Yeah, an Eevee. An Eevee. And Is that it? That's it, yeah. 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 Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Pikachu, Eevee. And Alakazam. Alakazam. <laughs> yeah. But we might swap out. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I want a Gengar. So yeah. we probably swap Gengar out for Alakazam. Because they're kind well, not, you know, they're not the same type, but same kind of genre. But that's the team we're going for at the moment. So that's pretty exciting. So you got to play. you got to play the classic. Yeah. And it, it's cool. Like it, the whole layout is exactly the same as the original games. It's you like still real... don't know where you're going though. No. Like I don't remember anything. Josh is like, oh yeah, go around there and you'll be able to find like this Pokemon or there's an item there. That, you know, that trainer has this. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. How do you remember this shit? Because it's Gen 1. Yeah. It's, it was my life for like four years. It's funny that you remember all of that, but. You don't remember that we went to the Pokemon Orchestra thing. No, last I can't year. remember that at all. <laughs> that was last year, and you don't remember that. No, nope. but you remember the entire layout of like Pokemon Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? No, there's there's weird things that stay in your mind. Like I remember all the lyrics to like a million emo songs from oh, when yeah. I when I was like fourteen. So. Yeah, and you show it off to me once in a while. Do I? Yes. Are you impressed? <laughs> I mean. You get a little bit trashed and then you put emo songs on really loud, <laughs> like on the, like the music videos, and then cry about some of them. Oh, man. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things to do is just like get a bit drunk and watch music videos on YouTube. It's the best. 2018. <laughs> it's the best. So you say it's like Pokemon Go, and it is. You can also connect it up to your Pokemon Go, which I've tried to do. So you've got the Pokeball remote, and apparently you can connect that to your phone. And then you can use that to catch Pokemon in your app. Yeah. And I've tried to do it and I couldn't get it to work, but I was on the bus at the time. So I think it was having trouble. You were just flying past all the Pokemon yeah, you're supposed to catch. <laughs> I think it was just having trouble connecting up. and. But I really want to try and get it to work because apparently basically the Pokeball will just vibrate when you're near a Pokemon and then you just throw it like normal. Um, like you would playing Let's Go, and then it sort of vibrates, and then if it catches, you get like a clicking noise, and so it, and it can also like count your steps and stuff as well. Okay. So you don't have to be, you don't have to have your phone like on. You've just got the Pokeball, and just it's counting your steps. Everybody's always got their phone. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. <laughs> it's good. It can. It counts as a as walking. Like it I just love stuff like that when it's just like, oh, you know, those times you don't have your phone, and everyone's like, no, no. No. <laughs> but you have to have your phone as well. You don't have to have it out. Like, it can just be in your pocket and you can just have the Pokeball. Well, you have to have the app open to get your steps up. Yeah, but in your pocket. And then you just hold the ball. So you don't have to look at your phone. No, but I mean, in general, like, when you have when you play Pokemon Go, you have to have the app open for the steps to count. Yeah, you do. That's fucking dumb as. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? But it sort of goes to sleep. Like, if you hold your phone down, the app sort of goes to sleep. 
so your screen goes dim and stuff. So yeah. it's not so it's not like using heaps of your battery. But you still literally have to have the app open. Yeah, the app it's not just like you're walking around and it's counting. No, it's not like, you know, Samsung Health or whatever that counts your steps what as the you go. Fuck? Yeah. It, yeah, it's kind of annoying. But yeah, we should try and get the Pokeball thing to work. And also you can apparently you can put Pokemon from your Let's Go Eevee into the Pokeball and like travel around with them. Yeah. And you shake the ball and it makes the sound of the Pokemon. Yeah. Haven't done that yet. We ended up getting like a, a Mew or something. When I we think it's just it because you bought the ball, you get a Mew. Yeah, I think So you that's... can get all 151? Yeah. I think you can just get like little um, rewards and stuff from carrying the ball around for a while and then bringing it home and plugging it in to your game. You get like rewards and shit. So I, I think it was worth getting the ball. I like it. Oh, I... I would feel weird if we didn't get it. Yeah. It's like an accessory thing for the game. It makes 100% sense. I mean, because I was doing some research on, on pricing and stuff because I didn't really know how much all the stuff was going to cost. And the game, you know, it's normal, like it's $70, $80 or whatever. And the remote is like the same price, like $70 for this remote yeah. right, if you buy it separately. Yeah. But I managed to find it in Target, $100 for the bundle. Well, like super cheap. When the last Smash Brothers came out, and I don't know if they're going to do it with a new one, but everybody says, like, the GameCube controller is the best controller for playing Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, So, yeah. like, they sent it out as a bundle, so you could buy the bundle. But if you wanted to buy the controller on its own to plug in, because it had, like, a special adapter. Like, heaps of people would have had the controllers, but you couldn't buy the little adaptery thing yeah. for the Wii. So, they were selling it for almost $80 for this fucking controller. Everybody had, like, t- two of them. Controllers are actually such a rip-off. Like, they're oh, yeah. always so expensive. It's crazy, but I'm really glad I found this bundle for a hundred dollars because um, JB Hi-Fi was 120 for the bundle, EB Games was 130 for the bundle, and I didn't even go into Target to buy to buy this. And I went in, I was like, oh my god, hundred dollars! And they only had two left. Yeah, they had two Let's Go EV left, and I spoke to the guy. And he was like, oh, Let's Go Pikachu sold out at 1 p.m. And you're like, I don't give a fuck about that. Because I, <laughs> I bought it on the day that it came out, obviously. And yeah, so I was pretty lucky to get like the second last one. Good old Target. Yeah. Selling Crimson Invasion for $4.50 and now... Those Wade packs. Yeah. <laughs> Those Big W that had Wade packs. Oh, yeah. You can always tell the, the Wade packs because they're in like secondary plastic. Yeah. They actually had some of those that um, came out when I was there the other day. Like yeah. Those, yeah, second secondary wrapped. Yeah. Don't oh, buy Wade packs, guys. I should say, like, um, you know how I bought that booster box? I, t- I think I said on the podcast I bought the booster box. Yeah. Never came. I ended up getting a refund from the dude who sold it to me. Yeah. So I was really disappointed. A hundred percent he didn't have them in the first place. Yeah, I don't think like, so. Like, he booked it through a really dodgy courier well, he apparently booked it through. I'm really going to call them courier. out. I'm going to call them out. Fastway. They are the worst courier <laughs> ever. Never use Fastway. If a seller uses Fastway, don't buy from them. Just saying. But you don't know if it's like a combination. Yeah. Because he gave you a tracking number that wasn't for your thing. Yeah. Dodgy. So I feel like he just didn't send them out and he sold like 60 fake things because they're like 150 bucks each. It's very so cheap. if like four people don't bother to get their money back, he's made like. Exactly. 600 bucks. Because usually they retail for like 250 Yeah. Something like that. Um, at Zing, I think it's $250 for a booster box. So yeah, 150 is very good. But never came. But I did, I've opened a few packs now. Maybe 10 or 9. 9 or 10 packs. Yeah. It's a cool set. I really like it. I want to buy more. 
Of course you do. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to invest in a booster box. I don't know. Well, not anymore. The pain's too fresh. Yeah, I might just buy random packs here and there. But when I bought them from Zing, he opened a fresh booster box in front of me. So I kind of got that that little rush of like watching it get open. So, <laughs> so that was quite good. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought I'd put that in there because people might be wondering what happened with the Lost Thunder booster box that I was supposed to get. Never got it. Well, Sucked. since we're talking about Pokemon, you want to talk about that fucking weird thing that came out recently? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm sure like pretty much everyone has seen this going around on the internet. It's been a huge thing. They're making like a live action Pokemon movie. This is turning into like a Pokemon podcast. Yeah. All we've been talking about for the last 20 minutes is Pokemon. We're just getting the Pokemon out of the way. <laughs> it's all in one go. Our two most recent videos, mate. That's and the true. two I'm also working on. Oh, yeah. We'll do a little It's YouTube, all Pokemon. A little YouTube plug right here. If you guys haven't been to our YouTube channel for a while, we've got a couple of new videos up on there. We've got a Pokemon cooking video and also a Pokemon addiction video. Yep. Which... Um, it's just about Kate's life. Yeah. Displays my Pokemon addiction in all its glory. So, yeah. Go check those out. Search Pilot Arab Podcast on YouTube and you'll be able to find those. 100% real. 100% real. Not clickbait. <laughs> Gotten wrong. <laughs> Gone sexual. <laughs> yeah, we were joking about like changing all of our thumbnails to like real clickbaity titles. Yeah. Just be like, girlfriend's Pokemon addiction, nip slip, gone wrong. Not clickbait. <laughs> That's yeah. how you do it. Yeah. Apparently those videos get all the views. So got to uh, hack into that YouTube algorithm. Yep. Or just be better. I think our content is way better than a lot of the shit that's on YouTube. It yeah, gets true. like 10 million views. But so does everybody. Yeah, that's true. So why don't you watch it and tell us what you think? Yeah, exactly. Just let us know if um, we should keep making these videos because they, you know, it's a lot of effort. Yeah. We enjoy doing it, but it's it's a lot of work. So we want to know that at least, you know, 10 people are enjoying it at least. Well, that's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of our videos... The um, addiction one got like almost 50 views. So far. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but for us, that's, you know, it's good. That means 50 people watched a thing that we made. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, it's I nice. wouldn't want to be in a room with 50 people watching a thing that we made. Oh God, imagine that. Yeah. So I think if it's more people than you would want to watch it with, for me, that's two. I <laughs> I feel bad that I have to watch it with you to eat like veto things you I don't know. like. It feels like orcs, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this trailer came out. What's the actual name of the movie? It's Detective Pikachu. It's Detective Pikachu. Is that what the movie's called? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So there's a game, Detective Pikachu. Yeah. I haven't played it. And I don't think a lot of people have played it. It didn't really get very good reviews, I don't think. Well, it seems weird. Yeah, no one really got on that train. Well, no one that we knew, but no. who do we know that does that stuff now? I mean, I feel like Pokemon's having a huge resurgence now because of this game, because of Let's Go, Eevee and Pikachu. Yeah. This movie trailer. Like, it's having a huge resurgence now, I reckon. We're getting in on the ground floor. Yeah. Watch this space. That's right. But Detective Pikachu, they've decided to make a live action Pokemon movie starring Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. <laughs> so funny. What the actual fuck? And... You've def- if you haven't seen the trailer, go fucking watch it. Like, pause this, go watch it, come back. You back? How fucking crazy was that shit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of, you know that Christopher Robin movie that came out recently where it's like Winnie yeah. the Pooh and everything's really 
too creepy. realistically furry and creepy and shit. Yeah. It's just that. It's doing that with Pokemon. Pikachu looks cute. They obviously put like heaps of evidence into mm. making Pikachu He's look cute. cute. And then everything else is a fucking fever dream. Mr. We were what? talking about Mr. Mime earlier where I spent like half an hour trying to catch a fucking Mr. Mime. I actually hate that Pokemon so much. But the way they portrayed it in this movie was so creepy. So scary. Mr. Mime and Jigglypuff in this trailer yeah. are fucking horrifying. I don't know what they did with Jigglypuff because Jigglypuff's supposed to be like cute. Yeah. And it just kind of looked a bit creepy. It was so creepy. Like especially the little curl on its forehead. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand why it looked so weird, but... Maybe that's just the best straight-on pick of Jigglypuff on its own that they had for the trailer. Because, like, man. I mean, oh. <laughs> imagine having to do this. Like, it would be so hard. Because the Pokemon, obviously, they're just, like, 2D creatures with no, like, texture or anything. But everybody's the poured their love into these textureless yeah. creatures yeah. for, like... How many years? Like 50 years or some shit? Everyone's like, oh, that's so weird. They're furry. And it's like, well, yeah, Pikachu's a mouse. Like, yeah. he's, he's going to be furry. Yeah, but Mr. Mime's a... A dude? I yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> but he had like weird, like, like stubble on his head. It was weird. It like, was very, uh, <laughs> very weird. <laughs> Who else do we get to see? You see uh, Bulbasaur, which looked okay. Well, yes, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Doduo, like... Oh, the Charizard looked weird. The Charizard, yeah, they tried to make it, like, look scarier than it was. Yeah, and, and like, like, a real dragon. And yeah. it's just like, no, can you just make it a bit more, like, um, orange and cartoony? Like, they made yeah. it look too much like a dragon. I don't know. I didn't... That was probably my least favorite was the Charizard. It just It's looked... very weird. They've just pulled in all the favorites, though. They're like, make all the favorites and all yeah. the things that are relative and important to the series and stuff. Pull them all in. But there was some new Pokemon as well. It wasn't. It's not just Gen One. It's like all Gens. Yeah. But yeah, basically Pokemon are like living among people. Humans can't talk to them no. apart from Pikachu. And this well, kid, this guy can talk to this yeah, Pikachu. This kid can. This kid can talk to this Pikachu. And I don't really know what the plot is. There's not. The trailer didn't really say any plot. Well, it's a detective thing. Yeah. So it's it going to be finding like, the kid's dad or something, isn't it? I don't know. I thought that's what he said. Maybe. Well, it's not a kid. It's like a a dude. It's a man, I think. Mm, I thought he was like a teenager. I don't know. Who cares? I feel like I've watched this trailer like three times, but I'm just like looking at the visuals and I'm not actually listening to what anyone's saying in the trailer. Oh, it's I'm hard like, to. I didn't really get a good look at the dude. Like I'm just looking at <laughs> the Pokemon. Yeah. Well, it's hard to not stop the trailer. That's the thing. It's hard to watch it all the way through without yeah. stopping it. Yeah, or just talking over it because you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, obviously we're going to go see it yeah, in the cinema. I think they could actually make a lot of money from this movie. Oh, they will. They'll make a ton of money. Yeah. I don't it's think, still Pokemon. I don't think it's going to be bad. I mean, it looks kind of weird, but I think even if it's bad or not great, we're still going to enjoy it. Yeah, it's Pokemon. Yeah. None of the movies were very good. Well, like the animated yeah. What it, about the first movie? It's never really Mew? been good, like, ever. It, like, a lot of people are going to probably get on my back about this. And yes, I love the first Pokemon movie, right? I love it, right? Ash fucking dies and Pikachu's tears bring back to life makes no sense, right? And I still almost well up today watching that fucking bullshit, right? Because it's so part of my life. But the movie's not great. Like, it's <laughs> it's not a good film. It's not a cinematic masterpiece. Not at all. But I still love it. Yeah. 
Whereas this is going to be a cinematic masterpiece. Is it? Imagine if it wins like best movie at the Oscars or something. That's fucked. <laughs> well, it could win in that like that new popular media category. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, we talked about that on the podcast before. Yeah. So it might win. Very very strange. Very weird. Is there I'm anything else you want to it. say about this movie? I don't think so. I mean, I'm looking forward to some more trailers because I reckon they're just going to bring out a trailer like every month or something. Until yeah, it comes there'll be like out. a 40-minute trailer. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing some more clips and stuff, some promotional artwork and stuff. Merch and shit. Yeah, do you reckon? <laughs> and we were watching Max Mofo and he was like, are they going to make like plushies of these these Pokemon in their live action forms like that's so creepy like, I fucking hope so <laughs> <laughs> imagine having one of the, like a jiggly puff that looks like that you're just <laughs> like what the hell Jesus I'm thinking of more like you know those emoji disc pillows that just have like but it has like a photo of the jiggly puff on it and yeah. it's just a circle yeah and that that angry jiggly puff <laughs> just a picture and then on the other side it'll be like happy or like just it's back weirdly or something yeah it's it gonna be, be interesting. interesting yeah it'll be so interesting I'm or so maybe excited. they'll just sell like they'll just bring the old, like, blushes and stuff for, like, regular Pokemon and they'll just sell them as merch for Detective Pikachu as if they're, like... Probably. Different shit? Probably. I mean, they'll buy, like, a whole bunch of 200 yen plushies from Japan and sell them for, like, $35 Yeah. in EB Games. You know it. <sighs> I'm so excited to uh, buy some more plushies when I go to Japan. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're so cheap there and, like, really good quality. They're all, like, super good quality. we got to win some. Yeah. That's the main thing. Got to well, win them. Even if you win them, you're still buying them. You're paying for them. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like 100 yen ago. While we're on the subject of movies, we're going to talk about the last topic. So I watched a movie on Netflix recently because I heard that it was absolute garbage. I heard that it was a fucking dumpster fire. So I watched it and I haven't spoken to Kate about it. Yeah, I haven't watched it. And we want to have like, a, I want to explain things that happen and get your reaction to these things as I tell them to you. All right. Okay. So the movie I watched was Batman Ninja. So, start of the plot. I have no concept for what this even is. So. Yeah, so we're going to do the whole thing. So, you're at Arkham Asylum. At the asylum, Gorilla Gron, who's like one of Batman's nemesis, it's just like a giant gorilla, and he's but he's super intelligent, and he wears like a brain control device thing on his head sometimes. It's a fucking weird, a weird villain. Uh, I mean, it's Batman, so... Yeah, I've seen way pictures. Of, I've seen like um, artistic renderings of him. Yeah, so he builds a time machine, and then the while, gorilla, the gorilla, and while Batman's trying to stop him, the time machine goes off, and it's like it sucks the whole asylum into feudal Japan. So it takes it like back in time, but also takes it to Japan. And then Batman is in like a fucking street in the middle of Japan in the middle of the day in his fucking full Batman outfit, and it's like a, it's a really tech Batman. So it's like. On his wrist, he's got, like, a projector into nothing that, like, shows all of the stats of his suit and, like, how damaged they are. Like, it's a really technologically advanced Batman. Like, the right. X version of Batman. And he's standing in this street in feudal Japan, and then he's like, what the fuck is happening? They find out that, like, he's been away for two years because of, like, how far away he was from the asylum. He's come to feudal Japan two years later than everybody else. So all the areas of Japan... I've been like taken over by one of the villains. Wait, why building... did he come two years later? Because he was further away from the castle. This is there's a lot of things like this, right? So that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make any sense at all. This is the film. So this is the that's one of the first things is that so just to push the story forward, he shows up two years later, right? And 
different areas of Japan have been taken over by these villains and they're yeah. warring with each other and they've all built like huge castles, right? And yeah. they're all fighting and the bit like the person who owns the most land is the Joker. Woo, crazy. That's that's a surprise. Yeah, exactly. Fights the Joker for a bit, uses up all of his shit or whatever, finds out that uh like break like basically breaks all of his tech uh and uses up all the battery for it. Finds out that like their castle that they've built is like a robot. <laughs> Yeah. The Joker's one. Yeah. So it's got like robot arms and shit and like fights him. Yeah. So Batman finds like all of his allies. They've been there for two years. So it's like everybody's there. So uh, Catwoman's there. Nightwing's there. Red Robin's there. Regular Robin's there. Uh, Red Hood's there. All of them. What were they doing in the last two years? Why weren't they fucking they, protecting there is, Japan? There is a group of ninjas called the Bat Ninjas and they have a prophecy that a man who dresses like a bat will come back to that era and save future Japan from, like, the terror that's So that's just a coincidence. It. So that's just how it goes, right? So they predicted this whole thing. I'm not even anywhere near... <laughs> like, this is fucking awful, right? And we're not even anywhere near the stupidest stuff. So when I get there, it's going to be crazy. So <laughs> they're like, okay... Uh, get Gorilla Grunt to help me and these bat ninjas to help. And then they fight the Joker. They, like, blow... The Joker blows up a ship that they're all on. And then they're like, you know, but everybody survives. And then they find out that the Joker's, like, lost his memory. He's, like, farming with Harley Quinn. And they're just, like, farming because they've lost their memories or whatever. How did they lose their memory? Because in, like, the explosion... Okay. And Batman's just like, oh, you know, it's definitely, like, fine now. Like, he's just lost his memory. Just leave them. Like, it's all good. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> they come back. Gorilla Gron's taken over. Uh, taken over the Joker's area. And they've built this castle. And then all of the different villains are f- going to fight each other. So all the villains are going to fight each other. They're going to have a big battle with all their castles, which are all robots. <laughs> okay. So the castles start fighting each other. And then Gorilla Gron's like, oh, actually, no. The things that you use to power your castles are mind control devices. So now I have control of your mind. And then they're all just like, yep. He's like, he says that he gave them the technology to build all these castles. So they've all built, they've all gone to him and they've all asked, I want a giant robot castle to fight the other person. And, and they he's tru- like, yep, they, here's, they some, him. here's some plans for like a robot castle, you fucking idiot. Well, and he just, they, he built like a they mind all, control thing they, into the plans. Yeah. And, and they, they just all built, built their own castles, right? <laughs> no, to get stupider, right? So the then the Joker comes back and he's just like, oh, I hypnotized myself so Batman would believe that uh, I was I'd forget lost my memory or whatever. But I grew these flowers that would remind me when they were like fully grown <laughs> that I would get my memory back. And I was just like, fucking Jesus! So this whole time that like all this these castles are getting built, Batman and like his people are training to be ninjas. So now they're ninjas, right? <laughs> they're fully trained ninjas, and they. <laughs> They go to, like, attack these castles while the castles are fighting each other. And then Gorilla Grodd's like, yep, turn on the mind control thing. And then they all have mind control. But when he tur- they're all controlled by him. But then when he turns on, the Joker rocks up. And then he, like, kicks Gorilla Grodd out. And then he, like, takes over his mind control device. And the mind control device is also a device that makes it so that all the castles come together as a giant mega robot. Yes. So it just suddenly becomes this fucking huge robot for no reason. <laughs> to and fight then- what? Nothing. There's nothing for them to fight. They just made this giant robot so the Joker can, like, take over or whatever. And 
what he's done is he's made a balloon and then he's of his face and then he's popped the balloon of his face over the top so it has a Joker face. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is it. So Gorilla Gron, <laughs> so they can fight this thing, Gorilla Gron has a flute that controls all the monkeys and he gives it to Batman. In Japan. Yeah. And he all gives the it monkeys to, he gives it to Batman and Batman gives it to Red Robin and Red Robin has like a pet monkey in this. <laughs> Right? So, between them... (laughs) This sounds like the best movie. Here it comes. Are you ready? Yeah. Between them, uh, Red Robin and the monkey play a song on the flute, which controls all the monkeys, which all have armor on, and they all, like, run in, they start attacking this, like, giant robot. And then, like, the robot is just, like, flinging them off and shit. And then Red Robin's like, wait, watch this. And then they play a tune... On the flute, which makes all the monkeys come together and they form this like giant <laughs> robot monkey. Yes. And then, and then, so they, the monkey goes to like punch the <laughs> robot and the robot goes to punch the monkey and it like knocks the robot over. And then, but the robot, the joke is just like, oh, but the robot can stand back up again. So it stands back up again. Fucking crazy. And then the bat ninjas rock up. And then they cover the monkey robot in bats <laughs> and it turns into a giant Batman, like a giant, like Batman, the animated series, Batman. And then that Batman punches the robot <laughs> and then Joker and Batman have like a samurai sword fight on oh top of this God. flaming robot that's like made out of Japanese castles. That's amazing. And then they just come back to the future. And gonna, that's it. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, was there any motivation to get back to the future? Well, they, they want to go back to the future. That's, like, what they want. But so the villains want to stay there to take over Japan so that, like, in the future they're kings in charge of, of Japan culture. or whatever. They're <laughs> kings of pop culture. Yeah. They just, like, one of them wants to be, like, the lord of Japan so they can, like, f- move the world in a direction that they want to go in. Okay. But we're talking, like, feudal Japan ages ago but they have these giant robots because they have the technology or whatever so it it went so like how do they end up getting back to the future they the machine that's the time machine powers gorilla gron's castle which is arkham asylum what? and it's also the mind control machine uh. yeah so it's like but as i'm watching it so when the monkeys formed a robot i was sitting in the tea room at work and i was watching it with my headphones in there were other people there <laughs> And I was watching it and he's, Robin's like, look at this, like plays the tune and the monkeys form a giant robot. And I heard myself audibly go, no. And then I pushed the pause and I turned it off. I had like a visceral reaction to it. I was like, fuck no, because I had to stop it when all the robots came together and made a big robot. I just paused it for a second and just had to sit there in silence by myself. Just take it in. I was like, okay, start it again. Monkey robot. Nope, not watching any more of this today. Go to the gym the next day. Monkey robot covered in bats turns into Batman. It was the most <laughs> insane thing I've ever seen. And none of it made any sense. Like, Batman instantaneously, like, believed that the Joker had, like, fully reformed himself. And, like, they became ninjas in, like, a week. <laughs> it was just... It was the biggest hunk of shit I've ever seen. I reckon that actually sounds amazing. I don't it know what you're talking about. Genius. It was so genius. It was so stupid. And just because Batman's taken so seriously and he like takes himself so seriously the whole time, it's crazy. So was this just written from scratch? I've got to assume it was just it's written. It's not. This is obviously not a comic. I doubt it. Okay. 
And is this a new movie? Has yeah. this just come out? It's like a gritty-ish Batman where he's got like all this really advanced technology, but then he's like, send back to Future Japan where he has no technology. So they like show you all the technology and then they show it all getting dismantled and yeah. then he's got nothing. And then he's like, but and we've got each other and a group of ninjas so we can do it. And what does the animation look like? It's terrible. It's actually fucking awful. So it does this weird thing. Like it does a classic thing where it doesn't explain why everybody speaks English in Japan. Okay. But they just all speak English. So just letting that go. Back like, in the day. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> whatever. That's fine. Like two years is enough time for the Joker to force everybody to learn English when he doesn't know any Japanese. Next thing. So they don't address that at all. But it takes Batman like super seriously the whole time. It's so strange. He's like, here's all my tech and now I don't have it. So now I have to learn the ways of the ninja to like beat the Joker. Gosh, that's actually <laughs> way better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, just the... You were like, I cannot wait to tell you about the plot of this movie. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, righto. <laughs> but actually that sounds so funny. Once there was a monkey robot, I was just like, okay, so this is, this is a discussion we need to have. <laughs> I want to watch it now. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to watch it, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah. So get on it. Is it like a full... It's a movie. Full length. It's a movie. Like two hours or... It's like, oh, I don't even remember. It was... It fucking felt like forever. Let's I see. had to watch I it in know six what chunks. <laughs> I want to know the rating. Ninja Batman. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I think it sounds really cool. I want to watch it. <laughs> 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. 80% Rotten Tomatoes. 77% like this film, Google. 2.5 out of 5 JB Hi-Fi. Yeah, so people liked it, but it's fucking awful. But I can understand why people would like it, because it's just kind of silly. It was so weird. It was like trying to do the giant robot anime thing, but it just... Sorry, I'm just looking at pictures. So poor. I'm looking at pictures and there's like... A Batman has this armor that has been like adapted to look like samurai armor. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the shoulder pads and shit. Shit. Yeah, it's fucking awful. Gosh. You should watch it, but I will not watch it again. There is no fucking way. Oh my God, he looks massive. What the yeah. hell? You guys have to look this up. I'm going to post a picture of um Batman Ninja on our Instagram page. <laughs> oh, they actually got a Japanese woman to play Harley Quinn. And Batman. Oh, they actually have Japanese people in this. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. I also wanted to just look at one other thing, like how long this movie is. 85 minutes. Okay, so it was not that long. It felt really long, though. <laughs> I went to watch it in five parts because I actually couldn't get over parts of it. I was like, no, fucking no. Like, there's a bit where Alfred turns up and you're just like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> like, are you joking me? <laughs> and he's just like, yep, it's been two years. Um, Here's the Batmobile. And you're like, What? <laughs> The fuck? And he's like, yeah, I've been keeping it in this hay shed and like cleaning it and shit. But it's still got like glowing blue LEDs on it that have not turned off. And like, it's fucking insane. Classic. It was a piece of shit. One for the ages, I reckon. Mate, it was very interesting. I reckon you should watch it before the next podcast and then... Give my re- give my review. Yeah. What would you give out of 10? Oh my God, like a, a two. Really? Yeah, like... So it has, the animation's not very good. None of the mouths meet up with the animation like it's like a dubbed Japanese movie, but it's animated. And then it changes animation styles all the time, but all the animation styles are really poor. 
And the story doesn't make any sense at all. And then all of a sudden, Batman does the dumbest fucking shit in the world. Like, he teases up with Gorilla Gron. Of course, he gets, like, fucked over. And then he, the Joker pretends that he's changed his ways. And Batman gets just lets him go, again. gets fucked over again. It's fucking ridiculous. So the moral, He's a moron. The moral of this, yeah, is that Batman's a fucking idiot. Batman is a fucking idiot. All right. That's the end of the review. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on to the main event? Why not? So we just watched Bodyguard. Yeah. The pilot episode of the Netflix show Bodyguard, which has been getting a lot of attention lately. Yep. Which is why we watched it. Of course. You said that. Your colleagues at work and stuff were talking about it. Yeah, they said that, oh, someone said I should watch it or Netflix said I should watch it. And then they just sat there and watched all of it mm. in like one day. Yeah, it's been pushed a lot and I've seen it on the internet, like the new drama series that everyone's talking about, you know, all those like news articles that come out. Yeah. So that's why we watched it. I didn't really know much about it before we watched it at all. To be oh, honest. me neither. Like you just knew that it was like a... Some sort of spy. Yeah, some spy thing. It's got MI6 in it. kind of thing. Well, it's English, so it's... Well, that makes it better. Like, I didn't realise that this is a BBC show. Yeah. Which actually makes my opinion of it a lot higher. That's pretty bad since you've already seen it. (laughs) So, IMDb, it's got an 8.3 out of 10 from 32,000 reviews. So, that's actually... Very good. That's a lot of reviews, yeah. It's very good. The synopsis of this is a contemporary thriller featuring the royalty and specialist protection branch of London's Metropolitan Police Service. That doesn't tell us anything. No. Like, literally nothing. Why have they put that as the... Because they probably don't want to give any of it away. Oh, wow. Is there only six episodes? There's only six episodes. Really? Yeah. I've been told by people they watched nine episodes of it. Well, they're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) You got caught out, motherfucker. So there's only six episodes. They're an hour long each. That's fair. It's a BBC. That's how they do their shows. Yeah. Short kind of mini series. And I, I respect that. I like that. I mean, I guess I'll ask you the question. Do you want to continue watching this? Knowing that it's only six episodes. So that's six hours. I think I'd have to watch episode two. Definitely. I agree. Because the show itself did like tension and built the tension in the start part really, really well. But then it's like tense in parts that doesn't need to be. There's a bit where he like goes back to his house and then there's like a reflection of somebody walking up some stairs and they make that tense even though that doesn't lead to anything. Yeah, that was weird. It, and I noticed that just too. Just like stuff to keep you on edge that doesn't really matter. Like him just looking around an office and he looks really sus. And in like a film or something, that would be, they'd put that in because he's going to see something that's like relative later, but it's not. They just like, they drop them in as if they're going to be important and then they're not. But the first segment where they're like introduced to him and everything and how like professionally is it his job and shit, it built tension and maintained it really, really well. It wasn't stupid. It didn't like make me go, oh, for fuck, you know what I mean? Which written on paper, it could have, it very well could have. But it was done really well. The second part is just like the story is happening, but they put these fake tense parts in it. And then they try to open you up to like what the future is going to be. So it's a really good pilot, but it weirdly puts tension through the whole thing that doesn't need to be there. 
my thoughts on that is that maybe because you're kind of seeing it obviously from his perspective and he's a very troubled man and I think he is quite paranoid and on edge all the time and that's his life and they want the audience to feel how he feels yeah I think that's why they've done it but they didn't reveal that until like the very end yeah when you learn a bit more about his character yeah Yeah. so you think it's just him doing his job and looking at things and being like and you're like oh something interesting is going to happen but you haven't been told anything so you don't know yet why that's important you know what I mean so they don't say till the end that he's got post-traumatic stress disorder so like it all comes together but when you're watching it it doesn't make sense Mm. it feels like there's going to be a payoff that there never is yeah so I guess we should talk about this main character a little bit so his name is David Budd he's a at the start of it he's just like a police officer right yeah in like special response or something something like that but he it turns out that he used to be in the army and he was in Afghanistan. Come back, he's in the police. And the start of the show is him on a train with his kids. And he ends up having to basically stop a terror attack. And then he gets promoted. And then he becomes special security for like a... Is she an MP or something? Like some, she's a some politician. politician. Yeah. She's a politician. And then the rest of the episode is just... You just kind of learn about his character and how he went to Afghanistan. He's got post-traumatic stress disorder. Because of all that, he's ended up splitting up from his wife. So he's pretty depressed about that. He refuses to seek treatment. And yeah, that's his character, basically. I think he's... It kind of alludes to him being an alcoholic as well. Yeah. I think he drinks a lot. And his wife was pretty upset about that and him not seeking treatment. And that's why they split up. And that's his character, basically. Yeah, but now... It's revealed at the end, or it's sort of like alluded to very strongly, that the reason that he's like done this job and gotten into this position is so that he can just murder a politician and get away with it. Really? Isn't that not what you got no. from this? Because he says to the guy, like, oh, wouldn't you think that if you were right next to one of those people, you'd kill them? I don't think like he it's actually is to... going to, though. Well, but it's alluding to that's like his thought process around it. He's definitely very bitter about it. And the politician that he is supposed to be protecting as her security is very pro-war in the Middle East. Yeah. Um, Like, you know, send all the troops there, counter-terrorism and shit. And he gets very angry about that. And there's one point where he's, like, watching this TV interview that she does where, yeah, she's saying things like, oh, we don't have to apologize for, like, the past and sending our troops there and stuff. And he's just, like, so angry, like, rewinding and listening to her say the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And he looks so murderous, like, so mad. Yeah. But then the next day he, you know, he goes and does his job and he's like, hey, ma'am, how are you going? Like, let's go. I'm just being, like, really nice. From the first episode, you didn't get that now the point of the show is that he is going to try to murder her. Now that you mention that, like, maybe, but... I I thought that was, like, so obvious. (laughs) That's, like, the point of the pilot, is they go, like, oh, he's here, he's doing this job, and then they, like, reveal that he's only doing the job because he wants to kill these people. But he didn't... He got offered that job, he just got given it. Yeah, but... Didn't even seem like he really wanted the job. But it's a promotion, though. Yeah. You know? And it might not be... It might be that he didn't want the job, you know? But now... Because he was really mad when they were like, yeah, you're going to protect politicians. But then it's become... Like, that bit of him watching her and him reading about her and stuff has become now he's going to murder her. And then he has, like, his gun in his house that's not, like, a police issue. You really didn't get, like... 
He's got another gun that's not police issue? Yeah, it's in his house. You saw him, like, loading it. I thought that was the one that he got from the police station. No, it's a different one. Oh. So, you didn't get from this that that's what's going to happen? No. So, he's just learning about her life so he can murder her and get away with it. Oh, that's interesting. I thought that was, like, the whole point. Well, maybe it is. I just didn't get it. Oh. I thought, like, maybe <laughs> I just made it up when you said that. No, I <laughs> Maybe don't, I just I don't read know. into it something different. No, it kind of makes sense, like, the conversation. Because in the end of the episode, he ends up going to, like, some support group for veterans, right? Yeah. And he talks to the leader of the group, who is from Preacher. Yep. I One of the angels like, in Preacher. Fantastic. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's the angel from Preacher. But his face is all like fucked from being at war. And the main character, David, he's got like, his whole back is all scarred and stuff. Well, it's obvious that they like were roadside bombed and they survived it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they were, um, what do you call it? Touring together? Yeah, I guess so. Is that what you call it? Yeah. I don't really know, like... Terrible war, term. War slang, but yeah. I think that's what you say. Yeah. And yeah, they, they were having that really weird conversation where it's just like, oh, you're protecting politicians now. Yeah, and then it's just because he's going to kill him. Was I doing something while that conversation was happening? I don't think so. You were sitting next to me. I thought I went to the Maybe you were just like something. patting one of the cats and you're just like, oh, cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were like sitting on me. I get distracted. Th- you... You would have picked that up, like, I reckon we watch the next episode and it'll become obvious whether that's what's happening or not. And you'll well, just pick that up over time. Maybe. But you're not great at this sort of thing sometimes. No, I don't <laughs> think about the show while I'm watching. You, you're very, like, I don't know, you've got a very keen eye and you observe and you think about things when they're happening. Yeah. I don't think about it. I just watch it and just let it wash over me. Well, I think that's why that makes this podcast good. Yeah, we've got different styles of, of view. viewing. Yeah, different points of view. Because there'll be heaps of people who are just like, I'm watching TV like you do. (laughs) Not to put it that way, but you're just like, I'm having a good time and that's what it's about. Like, if I miss it, like, fuck it. I'm just enjoying what I'm doing. And I'm just like, what is that? And that's my part of enjoyment is just like, oh, this guy, he's fucked. And that's like, (laughs) what's he going to do next? Where's he going to do it? What's going to happen in this thing? Mm. How's it going to end? And that's like my way of watching things. Yeah, you definitely notice different things for me, which is, it's interesting. It's just different ways of watching TV. And I think that's why it makes our dynamic good. Yeah. I'm sure I think there was anything else that was important to note. Mm. Do you think that that guy, you know, the guy who works closely with the politician? Yeah. He's fucking weird. Well, I think they're What's sleeping together him? or whatever. Yeah, are they banging? Yeah. Well, he gave her like a present when he rocked up. I thought that was the takeaway that he bought for them. Well, takeaway doesn't come in like a blue gift bag. Mm. And also doesn't denote a really sus look from a man who's all of his looks look really sus except when he's with his kids how much does the main guy look a bit like mr robot i can see where you're coming from there i can but like very similar looking yeah just the it's just their facial build he's just like a more buff version yeah buff squash head version Mm. so you want to talk about the one joke in the whole episode that we laughed at there was more jokes than that no. No. <laughs> I can't remember what the joke was. You you, you discuss. Well, the, he was trying to get them to move inside so they could be, like, safe so they're not, like, out in the oh, open. Yeah. And the politician he's protecting is having a discussion with another politician and he says, tell your monkey to shut up and give him some peanuts. And then he goes, oh, I'm mixed race. And then yeah. they move inside. <laughs> and, like, she's just, like, smiling. And then she said, are you actually biracial? And he goes, no. That's so clever. So genius. <laughs> 
Because the guy that she's talking to is just like so awkward, like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Because I guess the worst thing you can do when you're a politician is say something racist, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh shit. So funny. <laughs> the only other character that's sort of important seems to be that Chantel character who was um, the politician's assistant. She gets fired and now she wants to go on some blast campaign. Yeah, but the thing about that that was a bit weird is that she gets picked up randomly by a guy when she's trying to give an interview, or after, when she tries to give the interview and she fails because she got fired. Yeah, I want to know who that guy and is. And then the guy picks up, but he's also in the meeting, what meeting? of the vets. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same guy. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, so it's like this, interesting. Are there more people working on just fucking up these politicians? Because they all seem very, very against the politicians. That's like their view. Is that the politicians like did this and there was like no point Maybe. in any of it. And all these people died and stuff just for them to fill their agendas. You know what the whole point of this is probably going to be? That that's a terrorist group. What, against, the politicians? Yeah. No, there's like a like a group of Englishmen that oh, are like terrorists, terrorists towards um, English politicians. So it's like a whole commentary on like... I don't know. The How? real the real terrorists are like actually you know well, in your country. That, yeah. yeah. Terrorists are can be anyone sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. So not weird. not that lovely woman who was on the train. Yeah. Well You don't know she was lovely, she was just very she's frightened. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well she's in prison now, so Yeah, fuck her. Oh. He saved her life, mate. Yeah, but I think she was very much manipulated by her husband. Oh, yeah, and, but they don't care. And, like, her religion and stuff. Terrorism, they don't care. Yeah. I'm glad that he saved her. Anything else? else about this that struck you? Just on Chantel again. Like, I don't understand why she was so surprised that she got fired. She was literally the shittest assistant. Yeah, but she was the assistant. So she would have to plan for the people to come and interview for her own job. That's <laughs> yeah. fucked up. It's pretty bad. <laughs> That's but, how yeah. you tell her, is by making her organise an interview with the person who's going to replace her. That was pretty bad, but she was pretty shit. Like she, she was spilled, fair shit. She spilled coffee all over her boss and then laughed at her. Well, her boss's that's a, boss. That's a fireable offense. Yeah, but fire her. Don't just not tell her and then make her organize an interview for her replacement. That's pretty unprofessional as well. Do you reckon um, the security guy is going to try and bang the politician to like get really close to her? Well, he wants to murder her. So in my view, no. Oh. And she's banging that other guy. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm. So overall, did you actually like the show? Yeah, I think so. I think I'd have we really have to watch the second episode for me to know whether or not. I, I definitely like want to watch more. But I feel like it could be one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'll just have to watch the next episode to find out or to like work out whether I like it and then it'll be over. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, that could be something, but like I don't know. And then that's that's a great way to make a show. Like it's never going to be like crazy. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe this crazy shit. And then it's like I, w- I watched all of it. It's like, why? It's like, I just wanted to know if I wanted to keep watching it. And then it's like, but you finished it. Like, yeah, but I wanted to know if I liked it. It's like a weird... Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, they're like, they're dangling the carrot. Well, apparently there's heaps of like twists and turns and shit in this show. That's what you told me. That's what I was told, yeah. Yeah. So I, I love shows like that. And, you know, I actually just thought this is going to make us go way over time. But this is a bit of an impromptu Kate's Corner. Yep. Kate's Corner. Massive legend, bitch. Oh, shit. I watched season two. What's the sound? What? What's the sound? Um. Uh, 
You brought up Kate's corner, yes, so you got to do I want sound. the sound, that sound, like, uh, you know, the grudge sound. The grudge sound. sound? Yeah, I want that. Okay, uh, done. Uh, Don't, it's, it creeps me out. It really fucking creeps me out. But you want it. <laughs> yeah. So I watched season two of The Sinner. Oh, yeah. Brought the, this up at a terrible time. I know. The first season <laughs> had Jessica Beale in it, and it was great. I loved it. Season two, she's an executive producer, Jessica Beale, but it's a completely different story. It's just got the same cop. And that's another show where it's all like twisty turny and you just keep, you want to keep watching every episode, like the dangling carrot the whole time. Like you're like, what's that? What's going to happen there? Who's that character? Why did that happen? And then you just finish it. Massive legend, bitch! Oh, shit! Yeah. I think like there's a difference though between that and this. So for yours is like, a, they give you like a big reason to come back for the next episode every time. And for this, it's like, it's a little one. <laughs> a tiny reason so far. Yeah. I mean, the thing is at the moment is that he's going to try to murder her and then you'd be like, how's he going to do it? Because he's like supposed to be protecting her, but he's going to be the one who kills her. It's going to be weird. And that's pretty much it. So I'd be interested in that. How does he plan? But he's got full access to her life all the time. So he could probably work it out. Hmm. Easy. That's probably why he's casing her fucking house. Yeah. Very interesting when you think about it in that way. The way that it's supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) That I just did not pick up on. Oh, well. Should we do ratings really quickly since we've just gone over? Let's do it. So, let's start with characters. So, the characters are pretty, like, surface level, don't you think? So, it's just like, here's a politician, she's all about this. Here's this guy with PTSD. Okay, so the main character, he's got a bit of depth, but the depth is, like, really weird. Because it's just, like, he's divorced from his wife and he wants her back, obviously. But, like, it doesn't seem like for a reason that, like, he loves her or whatever. It's just, like, that was my thing. He's got his kids. I think it's more about his kids, yeah. Yeah. So he's sort of weird. And then we didn't even find out that he had PTSD until the end. So a lot of the character moments for him didn't make sense. So that was a bit weird. But, like, now, I guess they're assuming that you'll watch all of it. You know what I mean? So you can take it that way. We just talk about pilots, guys. So as a pilot, you (laughs) fucked it up. (laughs) You fucked it up. But I reckon continuing on, everything else will make a lot more sense and that'll keep happening and now you'll know why. Yeah. So that's all right. And then, yeah, the politician's just like, I believe in war. War's good in that. That's pretty boring. Assistant's pissed off because she got fired. That's boring. Like, I don't really know. The people fill really basic requirements. So it's like, here's the guy, and then here's the, like, his, I assume the leader of the group, that's his moral compass, and then, like, the person that he wants to murder, and then they give you reasons why he wants to murder them. And then, like, I, the assistant, I don't know how she fits into it yet, but she probably will. And then, like, his the person he's sleeping with, and, like, he's got to deal with that. I don't know. Nothing. They haven't done anything. And they don't have real depth yet. Yeah. And he's supposed to have depth, but he's very cardboard. Because of his job. Because of his job. Yeah. Like, the character is a very cardboard, cut-out character. Yeah. Because so he's just trying to act to professional the whole time. Yeah. So it's hard to do character because everybody's doing it right, but the characters aren't very interesting. Not yet, anyway. No. So what are you going to give him for the pilot? Like a five? And potential? It could. They could potentially be fucking 11. I don't know. But I don't think it's going to get much better. I think they've got maybe like a potential seven. I think it's way more okay. about the characters and how they fit into the story than it is about the characters. 
It's more about their roles in this start to finish well, storyline, basically, and how they push it forward. Yeah, okay. More than, like, more about them. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think I would probably give the characters based on the pilot, like, a six. I do want to know more about them, but I'm kind of sick of the whole, like, veteran that's got PTSD character, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it only gets a six. But that's supposed to be, like, them coming good, usually. And this is about them going bad. Yeah, which makes it more interesting, to be honest. But it's the same character. Yeah, just some alcoholic, like, you know, ex-army dude struggling with his life. Standard. Yeah. But I think I think we're going to learn a lot more about all of them. I think the politician character is actually quite interesting. I want to know what makes her tick and why she actually has these kind of views that she has. I think there's going to be a lot more behind that. Yeah. And I want to know. So yeah, six. I'm interested. I'm. It's more than average. So well, she gave a really basic explanation. Yeah, exactly. I, there's way more to it. But I feel like it could just be that. I feel like they could because the way the story is going to progress, they could just leave it at that. Yeah, maybe. She's just like, yep. I learned that there is real evil, and we need to go to war and kill that evil. <laughs> and you just like, okay, that's good enough. And then people know her intentions. I still understand people who think like that. Well, there's lots of them. We voted today. We did. That was pretty good. I love voting. I love sausages. <laughs> yeah. We did the Aussie thing and uh, had a snag after we voted. It's very Aussie. For you international listeners, uh, yep. snag is a sausage. You've got to have a sausage if you vote or you buy a shovel. Those are the two times you've got to have a sausage. Oh, yeah. Bunnings. <laughs> so. And then you slip it on an onion and fucking sue Bunnings. Yep. Good times. Australia. Australia. <laughs> uh, what's next? All right. So let's go plot. The plot's really good. It's very interesting, but it's not surprising. You know, it's not like crazy new thing, but it could be. But so far for the pilot, it's not. It's just like angry person gets into a position where he can murder other person. But there's a lot going on. Is there? Mm. I mean, there's like the parts that are about his kids and stuff, but that's part of it, more part of his character and shit. There's depth there. That's not plot though. Mm. You know, everybody's just a means to pushing him in a direction. Where's it going to go, though? Like, what... So you think it's just going to be about him getting close to this woman so that he can eventually murder her? Or try. I'm just kind of confused about what episode two is going to be. Like, what's going to happen in episode two? Because it could be one of those things where, you know, he wants to kill her, but then he has to, like, do all these other things to, like, protect himself before he can kill her. And, like... Like, um... Shows like Suits and stuff, where the whole thing is like they're trying to keep this secret, so they do all these things to try to keep the secret going. I haven't really watched Suits, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but it's just an example. I don't know a show that you've watched that's like that. But Meghan it's like Markle. These. Duchess. If anybody deserves to be a princess, mate, it's her. She's so beautiful. That's right. But she's pregnant. Put it away, mate. I'm going to cry. <laughs> a little clucks my gucks. Yeah. Um... So it could be one of those, just like him trying to protect the fact that he's trying to do this thing or him trying to, he things keep coming up that get in his way of doing it and then he has to fix those. And then maybe over time he realizes from doing those things that whatever. That he actually, you know, respects this woman and. Yeah, something, you know, it could be something like, like that. that. It's going to be some like redemption story. Mm. I hope there's more things like the train 
how he has to kind of like diffuse a situation. I hope there's more of that because I thought that was really cool. I feel like that's the way they should run it. But I feel like it might be that there's just one of those, you know, in each episode. Well, that's what I that's what I'd want, to be honest. Yeah, but I mean it might because it's an hour, they could be randomly throughout. So you've got yeah. to like you gotta chug a bunch of story before you can watch the really slow bit. No, but that's fine. I don't mind that. But I, I just wanna see more of yeah, him diffusing situations and showing his skills. I'm sure you have them. His abs. <laughs> There was there was all these like scenes of him taking off his shirt and like getting dressed and stuff, but you never actually saw his like body fully, which was a bit disappointing. Are you right there, mate? So fucking... I so I will give the show a two because we, <laughs> we didn't get to see his fucking abs. No abs, two out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> what a shallow bitch! Look at me over here. Plot zero, no abs. <laughs> so have you got a rating for the plot then? I, oh, it's hard. For the pilot, the plot is like a three. What? But po- yeah, for the pilot. Okay, it's but like, what about potential? Because it's, yeah, because for the pilot, it's war veteran wants to kill politician because he blames politicians So you're giving war. three for the pilot. What potential? What is your score for potential? Why, it could go either that he does kill her or he doesn't. Those are like the two things that could happen. But I think it's going to be more about the journey yeah. than getting there. Definitely. So, but overall plot is just like, I'm going to kill this woman. I don't know. Like it could go up to like a six. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'm thinking between a six and a seven. So I'll, I'll go 6.5 plot. I don't really know why. Lumped together. What do you mean lumped together? Like now and future is 6.5? Yeah. Okay. I want to know what's going to happen now that you've told me that there's this whole murder plot thing yep. that makes me even more interested in it. Didn't pick up on that. <laughs> Apparently I'm a fucking idiot. I wouldn't say that. So yeah. Characters I went six, right? Plot 6.5. Maybe 6.75. Okay. Let's go the way that it's shot, the way it makes you feel, cinematography. It's a brilliant thriller. Like mm. the parts that make you, are supposed to make you feel tense do. Really successful. I'd say like an eight. I agree. I think eight as well. You really... You feel something the whole time, which is what you want. It's not just like one base level thing the whole time. It's yeah. like different versions of stress. <laughs> yeah. And it keeps you so engaged the whole time. Yeah. I can I, I understand why people binge watch this because I got to the end and I was like, I just kind of want to keep feeling this, you know? Yeah. I just want to keep watching it so I can keep this kind of tense adrenaline going. So it's, it's very well made. Very yeah. well made show. It's shot really cool. Yeah, I don't really know what the whole... You know how you were talking about the dude walking up the stairs, like the reflection? Yeah. I don't know what that was about because then there was another shot a little bit later where the light just randomly turns on, like the reflection across the road turns on. Yeah. I don't know what... Maybe it'll be important later. Maybe somebody's watching him. Perhaps. they know that he's the... But yeah, they don't make a lot of sense. Yeah. But I think it might have just been like, oh, we haven't had a tense thing for a little while. Put a guy over there. Make it tense. <laughs> Alright, yes, eight out of ten of that, like the whole feel and look of it. Um, so overall then? It's really difficult because I know that it's a good show. Well you've been told that it's a good show. No, but I, <laughs> I watched it and I'm like, I can understand. Like it's very well made. It's very interesting. We're big thriller people, you and I. We really like thrillery things. We don't like horror, but we really like thriller. Yeah. So thriller. But thriller. 
So we would obviously give it a higher rating and it's English and it's like a proper English drama. Yeah. So it's going to go up. But like for the pilot and what they introduced and stuff, what do you reckon? Only f- You can only rate what you've seen. You can't rate what people have told you. Yeah. I want to keep it at about a seven. About a seven? Yeah. I'm feeling about a six or a seven yeah. as well. It's not going to be revolutionary. It's not going to change my life. It's not a new thing we haven't seen. But it's not a bad show at all. Like Not at all. It seems like it's a going to be a very, very good show. And yeah. I understand the hype. But maybe we've gone into it thinking it's going to be incredible because of all the stuff we've heard. Yeah, it's true. People, people often do that. Like, you just ruin your perception of that. Yeah, and you can't just shut yourself off from all of that. Especially, like, you and me. Like, everyone at work knows, and all my friends know, that we're into TV and we have this podcast about TV. So, people go to us and they're like, have you watched this? It's the best fucking thing ever. You know, we're exposed to that without even asking for it. So. Yeah, but everything's <laughs> the best fucking thing ever or the worst fucking thing ever, isn't it? Yeah. And people come to me all the time and they're just like, oh, what about this? Did you like this? And they're like, I love this guy and I love the story. And I'm just like, yeah, cinematography was shithouse. Um, music was terrible. Acting was bad. Like, the storyline doesn't really make sense if you think about this part. And they're just like, oh, but I loved it. And you're like... <laughs> That's fine. That's not the way that I yeah. rate things. Yeah. And I watch things. Like, I fucking watch them. <laughs> I'm not just like, I fucking love this. Mm. I'm like, no. <laughs> End of the day, though. Seems like a very good show. I think we will... Oh, keep watching it. Especially because it's only... Six hours of TV. Come on. Yeah. We're going to watch it. Yeah. I mean, we're going to go play Pokemon now. Yeah. But (laughs) we will eventually watch it. Next time we watch TV, we might potentially watch it. Yeah. Is that all then? I reckon we're done. Any final thoughts? No, let's get the fuck out of here and go play some Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you like Pokemon, you should check out our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. I really want to catch a Ghastly. So we can fucking get a Gengar. Well, we're a few towns away. Yeah. we got to go to the... What is it? Like the... What do you call that place? There's like a building where all the ghost Pokemon are. The tower. The Pokemon tower. Yeah. It's not It's not a complicated name. It's just called the Pokemon tower. Are you excited put, to hear what the new version of that is? Yeah, you should put the Lavender Town theme tune to like close us off. Why not? Give some kids some nightmares or seizures or whatever is it true that like kids actually like killed themselves because of that song i don't know or is that like a myth i feel like like creepy pasta yeah i feel like it's a myth yeah and there's all those episodes of pokemon that gave kids seizures and shit yeah the porygon episode but that was real yeah that was real but i don't know about the lavender town thing who knows it's kind of weird anyway yeah it's like on a cursed thing (laughs) like it's bullshit come on if you guys want to talk to us, we are on Instagram, Pilot Error Podcast, Twitter at Pilot Error Pod. Josh has picked up our Twitter because I kind of neglected it for a while. Yep. And he's really into Twitter now. So get on there. I tell some pretty terrible jokes and shit <laughs> on there. So it's pretty fun. Get on there. And yeah, obviously our YouTube. We've got a Facebook as well, Pilot Error Podcast. So yeah, subscribe to everything, like us on everything, and we will talk to you next time. Bye! Bye! Don't mock me. <laughs>